and um it's terrible the audio is awful is it i have to redo it everybody thanks for listening um i'm just popping in at the beginning of our monster debaters show uh to let you know it it's chow by the way uh to let you know that um we're gonna be revamping all of it um it'll be a different kind of show we'll still be debating monsters as we should um but uh it turns out the way we were doing it was a little bit um uh, what's the word? Unsustainable. Um, but we still want to come in and, uh, you know, thank all maybe 13 of you for listening. Um, but we still want to come in and give stories because it's what we love to do. Um, and it's a lot of fun for us. Uh, and hopefully it's fun for you guys. But we're going to be doing it a little bit um, shorter episodes, a little bit more regularly. And um, you know what? We're going to do it a little bit more one-sided. Um, so the voting and the doing that stuff was kind of um, making us avoid recording. So we're going to do our best to um, give you guys content that uh, we want to give you and debate monsters, but not so much of the um, uh, more difficult uh, getting everybody involved thing um, because that has been the bane of our existence, uh, in the past couple months. So, um, we still want to bring in guest stars. We still want to debate. We still might have stories one or the other, um, like together and then vote, but that'll be a more of a special episode thing rather than a regular episode thing. Um, because I keep finding stories too, and we keep not having time. So, um, we're just going to do our best to get on here and tell you guys fun stories and um, have guests and have interviews and have fun stuff. Uh, we have a lot of things planned and hopefully to be more regular and, and get you guys uh, the content um, that's really, you know, fun to create. Uh, but it wasn't so much fun to create uh, before because it was really hard. <laughs> so I want to get you guys stories and get us stories, and get uh, blue stories, and, um, you know, just have fun and have a dialogue. Uh, anyways, so here is some leftover slash um, uh, kind of together audio. I'm just putting it all um, in an episode, and then um, as we go forward, it'll be a little different. And hopefully you guys, you know, all 13 of you will stay and we'll get more and have uh, even more fun. All right. Thank you for listening. And without further ado, um, I think time travel. Um, welcome to our podcast. I'm Chow and this is Monster Debaters. And I'm blue. <laughs> Just thought I'd get that in there. I'm so also I can, here. Right. So I can put it in there. Although I'll probably like intro them differently or something. Um, I'm going to take that sound bite and put it in front of every single episode we've ever done. No pressure. But that's what everybody's going to hear for the rest of time. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> 
All right, all right, all right. Are you ready to hear about some time travel? I am so ready. I am so ready. I have immersed myself all day. It is 12.59 p.m. and I have been doing this since 9.30. So That's impressive. I was not conscious at 9.30. I was conscious at seven. I was asleep. This tiny boy that I That's, decided to raise have has decided that seven o'clock is wake up time now. I think that you only have yourself to blame for that. My son likes to sleep in for for a very long time. He's also a, a forest forest spirit of some kind. Uh, yes. Some may call him a Yorkie. I think is very boy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, a little deer. Um, All right, I'm gonna get something <laughs> yes, exactly. microphone on because I am hunched over like a like a. Are you dying? But I'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. That was easy. It was right here. I have. Boy oh, toys. nice. Oh God. Right. Oh God, the buzzing. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is it better? It is not. It is not? Okay. Maybe a little bit broken. I'm also going to sit back, so I hope you enjoy all of my chins. Um, It's fine. No one else will be able to see them. Yeah, it is better now, yeah. Okay. All right, yeah, I fixed it. I'm a fixer, so. Okay. You basically are. You, like, pretty much are a fixer. Mm Mm-hmm. So... To lay the groundwork, let's talk about time travel as a concept, okay? Okay. So, basically, when you're speaking about time travel, you have two main things to deal with, which is traveling into the future versus traveling into the past. And those are two different things. You would have to do them differently physically. Because we know that traveling into the future is possible because we're literally doing it right now. We're constantly traveling into the future. That's our, Oh, we also know our thing, right? Exactly. And we also know that time is physical. It is a physical phenomena. It has to do with space and the curvature or the, the, the rotation of the earth Mm -hmm. and the rotation around the sun and all that. Right. Yes. Correct. So this, Interesting thing happens when you are in space for long periods of time is that you are so high up, you're at a different orbit. Okay. So you are traveling around the sun at a different pace than the earth. Right. So. I mean, I'm not. Right. Not currently. Maybe someday. Someday. (laughs) So. Uh, that goes to the, to stand that this this speed would accumulate and eventually you'd be essentially time traveling, right? Right, yeah. So this has happened a handful of times. I believe that I could only find two instances of this happening. Except the um, one that I'm doing and, today because mine's a freaking trip, man. Right, but mine are confirmed, oh. documented. So mine like, are debated. <laughs> exactly. Are you growling at me? 
that is punishable by death. He's unbothered. Anyway, um, so I believe that this has happened to two men that I could find. Both were named uh, Sergey, I believe. Wow. Yes, both were named Sergey, spelled differently. <laughs> okay. So watch so out if the that's your man. Name. All right. Uh, so the man that holds the record currently um, is named, and this is a Russian name, so I'm going to butcher it. Uh, Wait, you're not Russian? I don't sound Russian. Maybe you need to move a little bit faster. <laughs> like Sergei Krikalev? Yep. <laughs> Kri- yep. Krikalev? Krikalev? That sounds right. Okay, so this man is, he's a Russian cosmonaut, which is what they called their astronauts. Okay. Um, in the USSR. So when the USSR was still a a thing. Exactly. They sent him up into space and then the government collapsed. Ah. So his country dissolved while he was in space. Wait, isn't there like a like a movie about not about that specifically, but it's the the one where like Tom Hanks is stuck in the in the airport? No. He goes, it's like what? the the terminal, the terminal. That's what it's called. He goes in, he goes to this airport and then his like government collapses and there's like a coup or whatever. And then he's technically uh-huh. not a citizen of anything. So they can't get him on a flight because it's not allowed or whatever. And he has to like live in the airport. Right. Because he has no like official documentation. Right. Right. Because because his country doesn't exist anymore. Right. So like that, sort of. Yeah, that's essentially what happened to this poor man. Oh, <laughs> um, so guess how long he was left in space? Ooh, I don't want to. Five months. <laughs> Eight hundred and three days. Oh, geez. I don't know how many months that's that over. Is. Two, that's like two and a half years. That sucks. Poor guy. Yeah. shrink. <laughs> Uh, you know, I haven't found anything about him having any issues, really. Uh, as far as I could tell, I could just totally be, like, missing that part, or maybe nobody cares and they're just interested in the time travel part. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, they're like, oh, it doesn't matter what happened to your physical body. Tell us about time travel. Right, exactly. But so this poor man is like, he when they finally got him down, they did finally get him down eventually. Uh, they decided it was a priority at some point to get this poor man out of space. Yeah. And so when he landed, he was still like wearing like full USSR, like space suit and like everything was branded USSR, even though... <laughs> that country did not exist anymore. Um, and so they did some math, right? Mm-hmm. And they 
it has it has something to do with Einstein's theory of relativity right um space travel but you know right I'm not an astrophysicist so I don't know that shit but uh they have not today at least determined (laughs) right but they've they've determined that uh this man is Krikalev or however you say his name I'm so sorry They've determined that he hit, he is about 0.02 seconds old, or older or younger, younger, 0.02 seconds younger than people born at the exact same time as him. Wow. How did they? So he that? has effectively because of like all the curvatures right, and the, the rotating sure. and math yes. formulas the because the math right right it's basically like uh you know when you watch something fantasy and you're like man how did you do that and they're like magic right so like the math right the math i don't know i'm, so sure, I few, I'm sure there's reasons i have a few in my story that are just like that it's like well i don't know yeah, right electromagnetic <laughs> Right, like, because you can, you can kind of, you can understand it conceptually without being an astrophysicist. If you're going around the sun at a different rate as the Earth, you're going to age differently right. because time is moving differently for you. Yes. So he has, he is the the only known man to t- have effectively time traveled, and he has time traveled zero point zero two seconds. All further right. into the future than everybody else okay well that's a lot more rooted in reality than i thought it would be <laughs> but isn't that cool that is wild like that it literally proves that time travel is physically possible and happening well actually happened. doing it and has happened You're right i mean kind of on Let's accident see. right <laughs> But That's like, how the best if, things if time happen. travel was going to happen, exactly. I feel like it. I feel like it would happen on accident first. Yep, yep. And it did. And it and it did. So like doing that on purpose is like a whole nother thing. <laughs> right, right. Uh, pretty much we would have to be able to travel faster than the speed of light, which we are not able to do yet. But yeah. we're working on it. But then part of me is like, should we have that power? Mm. Well, Probably so <laughs> I have, my story is a little bit about that too. Oh, amazing. So we could, it, do you want to just lead right into it? It seems like they, sure. did you want to talk about the other guy? Kind of naturally segue. Uh, the other Sergey. Yeah. You know, Sergey too. The record for time travel and also for most time spent in space. Okay. Which is exactly 803 days, 9 hours, and 39 minutes. Gotcha. That's a Let's long time. See. The first. So the, the first man to have. He's considered Earth's first significant time traveler. Um, okay. And he was also a Russian cosmonaut. His name was Sergei. Avdeyev? Avdeyev? Avdeyev. Nope. That was bad. <laughs> I'll cut that out. Avdeyev? 
but okay and i lied earlier that it's not spelled differently they're both named sergey exactly the same <laughs> i think it's a pretty popular it's I thought like one if was... you were named john here right exactly or like i heard earlier that muhammad was the most common name on earth yeah i think i because a lot of people who um convert to um muslim muslim mm-hmm. <laughs> how do you say that <laughs> islam uh, uh they cr- convert to islam yeah yeah uh they change their name to muhammad in the like like how a right. lot of catholic catholic people are named maria on purpose yeah yeah it's like a tribute to yeah. muhammad right from totally our very limited understanding okay so i actually wanted to so i'll probably cut the uh audio now um like in, okay. in editing, because I really want to tell you about my true crime one first. <laughs> it's kind it's of more of a concept. And if if I'd had my way, I would have done a little more research on it. Um, Because really, I just I found a TikTok. I think I sent it to you, actually. Possibly. What? <laughs> probably what are they just saying wicked 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 that's what <laughs> I, I heard oh no <laughs> okay hang on hang on oh i must have not sent it to you but it's basically the conspiracy that conspiracy theories are uh some of them are fabricated on purpose to distract? to be yes to distract but also to be so outlandish and so big and crazy that you're then like all conspiracy theories are stupid because it's, it's a special look form how crazy of these people are yeah exactly yep. so it's like the earth is not flat but like MK Ultra did happen. Like <laughs> right, right. Yes. Yeah. So there is there is a moon. Right. But also the government fed people brown acid, you know? Right. Yeah. So what are do you what have is, like one of these things is not like the other? Yeah. Do you have like a list of ones that you think are just the outlandish ones? I don't, but Besides I would love flat to- earth. Okay. Well, well, I I don't have one, but I would love to create one. Hold on, you're going like, like really slow. Things like okay, let's just let's talk about some. My internet connection is unstable. Does it just need to catch up? I hope so. It says I'm unstable, but I have reset. Hold on. You have reset. Yeah, give me just a second. It's it's. It kicked off my phone, so now it's okay. trying to do other things. Okay, you should, it should fix itself soon. Recording in progress. All right. Okay, so this is what my notes look like. I'm so ready. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited. Okay. So I'm going to do my best. 
It might be okay. stop and starty, but it's only because there's so much information after no information. So I looked really hard and I couldn't find anything. And I was like, no, I even have names. I even have dates. Like, why isn't this working? Mm-hmm. But it is, it's working. I just didn't know how to search it. So I figured it out. Is there like, is it like, it's like you have to search for things that aren't it, but sort of are it so that you can like when you're searching for like, right, like in my in my experience, when I'm searching for like stoner things, like, right. <laughs> like a cannabis related things, right, I have to word them very specifically, or they get blocked on platforms. So kind of like that, except that there's no overt blocking. It's more like right. the information didn't exist and less like it's been blocked, you know, user has been blocked kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So this is dun, 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 Project Pegasus. I love it already. Which is tangled up with the Manhattan Project, which is a big thing. But I'm not going to go into that. I'm going to go into this Project Pegasus. And because there's so much... And it has so many like rabbit holes that you can go through. I'm doing my best to stay on brand. Okay. Which is really hard because it's freaking insane. It is the most annoying, a most amazing conspiracy theory I have ever heard. It's like, I mean, you mentioned Flat Earth earlier. Mm -hmm. It's like that, but plausible. (laughs) Right. Okay. I mean, so I have had the flat earth thing explained to me in a way where I'm like, I can see why people believe this. Well, this one's, this one's all alleged and it's Mm -hmm. all uh, crazy. So our main character today is Andrew Basiago. Okay. Today, he is a prominent attorney in Washington. He is a very smart man. Um, and he is all wrapped up in this project Pegasus. So project, project Pegasus. Wow. That was really hard for me to say. I hated that because when you tried to say that I heard a, oh, sorry. And I know, no, no, no. I know that it was like definitely the microphone or like a glitch or something, but it fully sounded like someone going in my ear and I hated it. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's okay. Well, um, so this is the U.S. space-time program during emergence of quantum access. Now, quantum access is, um, what's it defined? Defined as the ability to gather non-local events in time and space, in the time-space continuum by either sending a person physically, and, and it doesn't say person, it says chrononaut, but I'm going to say okay. person, uh, physically or propagating a hologram of the event through which the person either views the event or visits the event on a physio-virtual basis. So like holodeck style? Yes, or... Or physically travel. traveling gotcha so this guy andrew basiago he in this his so starting in 2004 he started coming out with a ton of information about secret projects 
that he was involved in himself that he had experienced Uh uh-huh in 2012 he had this he signed this affidavit legal affidavit saying these are the things i know and this is why it's important Hmm. so this is crazy first of all his he states he his uh, premise of this whole thing is that at age seven to age 12 he was a time traveler agent for the u.s Ages seven to 12? Yeah. So his dad was an engineer with the CIA and he actually started all this, it, this, or he was in the middle of all this uh, stuff. Mm-hmm. And so his dad was in the thick of it. And um, into he, the thick of it. Right. Into, into the thick of it. it. <laughs> um, now, this project uh, was backed by DARPA, which is the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency. We all know about DARPA. We've heard about it. Of course, of course, you know, DARPA. So this goes back to, you remember when I was talking about the Philadelphia Project? Uh, Yes, I believe so. The Navy ship? Uh Uh-huh. That, that, like, projected itself? Right. Yeah. So I do, I do remember this. Yes. 1943 is when it's supposed to have started teleportation and time space slash time travel. So that's when it's supposed to have started happening. Mm -hmm. Um, The air force is supposedly have supposed to have launched this um, program and put it project Pegasus and put it under DARPA. Now, his premise is that since 1964, they have had successful teleportation technologies. Okay. Um, there were eight different methods that were taught to these children, and I'll get into that. Now, the reason why it was children and why he was actually the first American kid to have time traveled is because... Apparently, it was breaking adults' psyches. Oh, so kids were just more adaptable. They were more adaptable. They were more resilient, more easy to like. Like, if I told you that you could actually take off your head and put it on the desk and walk away, your brain might not be able to wrap around that. But a kid would be like, yeah, I could totally do that. Well, yeah, because kids are having their minds blown all the time right right by like really normal things so like why would that not be just something you would accept right so apparently that is one of the biggest reasons why kids were used because i hate that that makes sense right adults apparently were used and his dad actually before his first teleport his dad had been jumping is what he calls it the teleporting Mm-hmm. for four years already so he knew it was safe he knew it's fine and um you know safe quote unquote right and and andrew basiago when like kind of asked about why his dad would do this to his kid um right <laughs> he <laughs> was my kind question of, right so he kind of brought up that like his dad kind of saw it as his kid was special he would be a hero He's a super patriot, like, 
and and he had designed and tested out this stuff so mm-hmm. he saw his kid as like a future american hero okay like why would he not give his kid all the opportunities that right he could? This, this chance to do this yeah mm-hmm. so um let's see yeah okay so kids okay one story that was said uh during so i have a few i have quite a few sources for this but my biggest ones were uh the and that's why we drink podcast uh episode Mm -hmm. 102 and 103 i got other information too and i read his affidavit and i read a few other articles so my brain's spinning but okay okay so uh one of the stories that i came across was that so it was tested on kids from other countries like mm-hmm. the U.S. kind of bought kids and tested it on them, okay. Um, which is not unheard of. No, uh, I'm pretty sure we've done that before. So yeah, like a lot. Actually. Yeah, like <laughs> a lot. It's dumb. Um, but anyway, so one story that I came across was apparently one kid when transporting back, he transported a little sooner than his legs did. Oh, oops. Yep, that'll happen. But then his legs showed up and he was fine, except in those few seconds where his legs weren't there, he was in excruciating pain. Was it enough time for him to, like, start bleeding? I feel like you'd bleed. I don't know. I don't know. Because, like, what are atoms, right? Oh, yeah, I guess that's true because atoms wouldn't be tearing they just wouldn't be there right and one of the biggest controversial things about time travel is like that it's almost like a photocopy like when you send a fax if i sent Mm -hmm. a fax to you right now it's the same page right except Mm -hmm. that it's not it's different ink and it's different paper Right, because you'd just be using the atoms and things that are already there, just forming them into your shape. Right, into you. So the idea is that it's almost like a photocopy of you every time. And that's why, one of the reasons why time travel is so controversial. Mm -hmm. Because it's not you anymore, but it is you, but it's not you. If there's literally anything off at all, how many times until it's just not you anymore? Right. Or, or something's very wrong. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and that's what I was saying with the Philadelphia project. Remember how like they phased back and like there were people phased into the ship. And, right. Like, pieces of people weren't, it was all wonky. That's definitely happened in Star Trek. Right. Definitely. And then that one time when Picard like they had to find his residual energy in the transporter and make him yeah yeah and also that time that uh neelix and tuvok blended into one person and then they had to discuss tuvix and then they had to discuss like is this a new person does this person have the same rights as the people who were technically destroyed to make this new person yep there's a big thing on a bunch of Star Trek like forums and stuff that Catherine Janeway is a murderer because she had them separate. 
Yeah, I feel like I would have also made that decision, though. It's like it's like when you become president, it's like you can't be a good person anymore. Like when you're when you're right. the captain of a lost starship, it's like right. You have to make how, how long decisions. can you remain a good yeah. person? Yep. Yeah. I, um, I love anyways, her. I think she's the best captain. I also <laughs> feel that way. But anyways, she's also like strong and female mm-hmm. and the perfect. Just I think she's a great specimen of human. Um, Agree. So uh as I said before, they were called chrononauts, which mm-hmm. I hadn't heard before. So when I read that, I was like, I guess that makes sense. Like chronologically, chrono time. Yeah. Astronaut, not uh, chrononaut. It makes sense. Yeah, that but, sounds um, right to me. My brain was like, chrononauts? No, it's not real. What do they call divers? They're just divers. They're, I think, aquanauts. I Are they know. aquanauts or is that just that cartoon? <laughs> That's octonauts. Octonauts. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, I was also thinking dreadnought, which is like a sea ship, right? It's a yeah. type of ship. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, because the the suffix not. Yeah. It's like nautical, right? It means like traveling. I guess so. I don't really know. Anyway, so his first teleport, Andrew Basiago, uh, he was the first American kid to tre- teleport. I've also mm-hmm. read that he was the first kid to teleport, but that can't be true because there were other kids and it wasn't all the way normal. Right. Somebody's not getting their facts right. Right. I'm not sure about that, but I think he was the first American kid. Right. Mm-hmm. And so his first teleport with his dad, his dad went with him and he said they quote, or he saw, quote, static water energy, like a curtain of static water. Okay. Energy. And that they static, like, like staticky or like, yeah, like static, you could like tell it was, it was stationary, like it was static. Oh, static electricity. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, and they jumped in together. And then he saw a blue slash white tunnel of light. And then suddenly they were just in New Mexico. At the Capitol building. So, cool. He didn't Um, say that it was, like, uncomfortable or anything? No, it just happened, and they went through, and it was fine. Okay. Just a jump. Just a teleport. And um, so what's crazy is there was actually, this was completely hushed. This was, there's no way this was not dealt with. Because Mm -hmm. there's no no reports of it or weren't any reports of it really except that there were because we know but like there were very few um a woman actually in new mexico stated that she was seeing oh sorry my phone's singing so um (laughs) they a woman had actually been seeing people materialize around the capitol building just and she was just like materialized okay well well she like might went, as well happen <laughs> well that's the thing she went she tried to tell people she was like loud about it and hey whoa what's going on this is happening i'm seeing this and everybody was like shush 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 no you weren't no you didn't Nuh-uh. huh but apparently oh yeah that we don't talk about that right 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 huh um he also remembers hearing about tesla his dad and his co-workers talking about tesla mm-hmm. 
-hmm. and his work and equipment but like he was like six and seven so he didn't like question it but like now in retrospect he was like whoa what's going on which is Mm -hmm. crazy because tesla i don't know how much you know about him he was a freaking genius and also loved his pigeons but oh yeah (laughs) um so he actually had died mysteriously and when the cops were investigating they were like oh this is so weird isn't this his office there's like no papers here like where'd all his work go this is crazy so and that man today is elon musk feel old yet yeah really (laughs) um now so like he could have just did they ever find his body like he was confirmed dead dead right dead dead and like someone took his papers it was right after saying no to government projects yeah that sounds right and then his all his work were gone and Coincidence? the FBI killed Martin Luther King. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Correct. All right. So um, now in his time from the time he was seven to 12, um, he is said to have done a bunch of missions in the 1800s. So he was going back physically uh, to check on. So they said they just wanted to check on historical moments, like see if they had the right information. Mm-hmm. Right. And so he went in, he was at uh, Washington's tent, like during the Revolutionary War. Mm-hmm. He was like in the tent and he was like, oh, hey, yeah, this was the way you guys said it was. And um, he also went back to see dinosaurs, which like what little kid wouldn't want to do that, but also scary. <laughs> yeah, super scary. But that also being said, apparently the time frame that he gave like the whatever BC or whatever year he gave. Uh-huh. According to our carbon dating, which is flawed, um, but he, according to what we know, kind of know, quote unquote, about dinosaurs is that they hadn't, they actually didn't live at the time he said he went back to. So, right, but how old was he when he, like, could he have just gotten the year wrong? Right, exactly. He could have gotten the year wrong. We could be wrong with our carbon dating. Mm-hmm. Or, or, you know, the dirt we dig and then guess at things. Um, we, we do our also, best. <laughs> right. We also, I mean, he could have gotten the year wrong, but he also, like, what looks like a dinosaur to a little kid? Like, everything? Totally. That's totally <laughs> true. Well, anything, like, anything prehistoric, anything that looks big and And reptile or or at the time reptile Now we right. know they had feathers and stuff. Well, but. in fact... If he was just going off of, oh, yeah, dinosaur, literally any large lizard could be right. dino, even if it wasn't a dinosaur, because now we know that those are feathered and more closely related to like birds, but like any large lizard. Right. Well, I was just finding out that like mammoths, they were, they still survived till like kind of recently. Yeah. Like a really long time. Yeah. They're trying anyways- to clone them now. why why do we need to do that that's the thing we don't there's no reason yeah fuzzy Um, elephant right fuzzy elephant (laughs) right um now he also said he had a mission to go to 2045 where he got like a bunch of film and information like this Mm -hmm. package and brought it back um he said the building made was made of emerald and tungsten i don't know why that would be interesting but that's a detail he had 
Um, he also well, said, was, you know, when you're going places with kids, you're like, do you know what this building is made right, out of? Right. You know? Well, so he went alone, though. These are like solo missions he did. Oh, I was not with his dad or anything. Yeah. No, this is this is him. Okay. Um, from age seven to 12. Right. Uh, but he also said it was like super peaceful and like everything was fine. I fucking hope so. Right. Wouldn't that be great? Anyways, so that would be great. <laughs> yeah. Okay, moving on. So they picked up a bunch of info from that time. He also <clears throat> claims that he saw a film that was about 20 minutes long that somebody, a different agent, uh, went back and filmed Jesus's crucifixion. Oh. So like that happened. <laughs> I guess. I mean, so there's no physical evidence of it except that tombs exist. Right, and and crucifixion, and yeah, that there's oh, written yeah. reports of Jesus. Now there's no, I mean, I would. There say, are written reports of Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Jesus was reported to be a actual person. Oh, he, he is proven to actually have existed. It's the other okay. stuff that is debated, but he he right. existed. Right. I've never tried. I've never heard anybody be like Jesus didn't exist. But like, right. a lot of people are like, well, he was a cool guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right on. Yeah. Yes, I didn't. I just didn't know that we had that concrete of evidence. But that's yeah, cool. yeah, Jesus definitely. I mean, just as much as like Socrates was a person. Oh, you know? yeah, totally. So um, and I know those are different time time frames. But anyways, so um, so he signed up in fall of 1969 when he was seven and he continued on till 1972 when he was 12. Um, he received training like in this program with a few other kids. I don't know if it was 10 or 15. I've seen both and it could be a different number. But um, he received training on perception, memory and communication as this little kid, mm -hmm. um, as well as history for when he's out in the field. So like he would be briefed on these missions, you know, historically, hey, this is what you're going to see. This is how you should act. This is what's happening at the time, mm -hmm. you know. He was also, for each uh, mission, he was given like a package or like a, you know, uh, kind of like in Totally Spies when Gary would give them like, you know, stuff. For oh, that. yeah. Like their, uh, their secret mouse tools. Right, right. Basically. Um, so he was given things that would like help him in that time frame. So like one time he was given a letter to this like government official. So if he was caught in that timeline he could go and give this letter slash package to this guy and it would prove mm -hmm. he's from the future and this guy would protect them. Okay. So like he had, he had things to fall back on. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying this was safe, but I am saying maybe they did the best they could to make it safe. <laughs> sure. Um, so they were also trained in psychic ability and astral projection. So one of the eight methods of these time jump projection, you know, teleportation things, one of them was ast astral projection. So they, okay. I didn't read them all, but they're in his affidavit. I mean, I did read them all, but I didn't write them all down. But one of them, like the astral projection, they like put them on a table laying down and like spun them really fast and like, I don't know, hypnotized them kind of, and then helped them astral project. That theoretically worked. <laughs> right. I, 
Well, because there is some evidence of astral projection being, you know, conceptually possible. Right. Obviously, there are people who say they can do it. Right. But also, like, theoretically, it is possible. Right. And then, you know, hip hypnosis is a thing. real. We right. know that's real. Right. So why not? Yeah. So they were trained on all these things. Um. And he also stated experiencing second summers. That's what he called them. So like he would be experienced the same year twice or the same summer twice or whatever, because oh. he would go back in time. So although he was there from like year from he was seven to 12 years of age, uh-huh. he experienced several things twice, several seasons, several months again. So like, although those are his ages and he never reached the next birthday, he did have enough time that he, you know, he was kind of older, but he wasn't, but he was, but he wasn't right. Like he had the experience of it, though. His body stayed the same. Right. So he has like from 1969 to 1972. However, a lot of that time was repeated interesting so that's was that just like a side effect no it was like on purpose so they went back in time and then experienced the same thing twice for some reasons maybe to give the people working more time I think it had more to do with his dad than anything else yeah um that would make sense if they needed more time for a project but there was like a deadline of it but you have access to time travel so you just do it again yeah um they also he like name drops like none other in this affidavit which makes sense if he's trying to make things known he would be mm-hmm. like no this person was there and this person was there and this person there and this person can corroborate and this one's was a scientist working on this and he was an engineer and i didn't mm-hmm. write them all down because it was a lot yeah um, that makes sense that sounds right he also said that he like scientists and politicians and engineers and all these people mm-hmm. agents Um, he also met several presidents because one of the things that they were trying to do with Project Pegasus was to go into the future and like project who the presidents would be. So Hmm. he met both the Bushes, he met Clinton and he met Cheney before they were in office, like as they were young adults and like had lunch with them in Albuquerque and like they were like, hey, you're going to be president someday. And the people were like, uh, cool. Like, on purpose, this is what they did. Mm-hmm. And he even names the restaurant and the cashier that saw all of them. Like, he's he's serious have, about this. Have any of these people corroborated his story? Or I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Okay, okay. So, um, originally, before the time travel... There was teleportation, but also chronovision, which is like the hologram thing that I was talking about. Yeah. So it was hologram-like, and you kind of, you put on this thing, chronovisor, and you saw things either in the future or in the past. So you could like put yourself into that. And I have no idea how this works, which is what I was kind of saying to you about like, well, it explained it this way, but it wasn't real. So they right, said- because science. Right, know. because science, we don't know math. Um, yeah. They said they put electromagnetic currents through crystals, a certain specific set of crystals in a certain sp- sp- specific way. Sorry, I'm doing this. 
thing again. Um, All the kitties are going to find you. Right. <laughs> um, but that's how they say Chronovision worked. They used crystals in an octagonal question mark pattern and then ran electromagnetic currents through it in some kind of way. Now, keep it. All right, I'll buy it. He himself was not an engineer or a scientist. He ended up being a lawyer. So this is the best he could express it. Crystals do weird shit. I don't know. Right. I believe it. Yep. I'll give Um, him that one. (laughs) And they were able to remotely film this stuff through this chronovisor, Mm -hmm. which is possibly how they got the Jesus crucifixion thing. Who knows? Okay. Um... Because they're just like projecting events from the past and recording them, right? Right. It's kind of the idea. So they recorded it okay, on why not? 16 millimeter film. I think that's much more plausible than believing that they're beaming a seven-year-old around. So like, why not? Right. If so, we're to believe one, why not the other? Exactly. So, um, so he also went to Gettysburg and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to message you the picture. Cause there's a picture. Okay. So there's he, a picture. Yeah. So he were um, cameras around during that time. Yeah. Yeah. Gettysburg. There were cameras. Okay. There's what pictures the of the Gettysburg invented, address like the 19... stuff. No, eighteen. I don't How know. How long have we had cameras? <laughs> I don't know. But I'm gonna send you the picture, and um, I gotta find it. Okay. So in this, apparently they did not give him the right package or a package that was plausible enough. And when he got there, he felt really weird. He was like, oh goodness, I'm not, I don't look like people. I don't, so he went, so I've heard. Oh, he didn't feel like he fit. Right. He doesn't look like he fit exactly. Right. I've heard two different stories. So one. His pants are different from everybody else's. And his shoes. And his shoes. So one story that I've heard is that those are his clothes that he's wearing in that picture Mm -hmm. the 60s which obviously don't fit another story Mm -hmm. I heard was that he had time to go to a cobbler and get a jacket and shoes but both of them were for a full-sized man not a 12 year old they don't they look okay like okay oversized right this kid in the foreground his feet are about the same size as the little boy behind him. And that he is about maybe half the height of this right. taller boy in the front with yeah. the same size shoes. Yeah. So, Just going off of eyeballing. Things. Yeah. So that wasn't supposed to happen. He was actually trying to get away from the crowd and somebody took a picture. And so that oh. was never supposed to have happened. That picture. He does kind of look like he's like everybody else is talking to someone except him yeah and he's he's looking like he's about to bolt (laughs) yeah but anyway literally every other person there's one kid that's walking from one group to another group but besides that everybody else is talking to someone except him right and so that is is so from what i understand that's actually a like verified photo it is not photoshopped it is not it's been verified i mean i fully believe that it looks like a photo from that time for sure it doesn't look photoshopped to me i think the only thing that people debate is whether it's him or not exactly that's what i was gonna say yeah it's like 
he could have just found a photo from this place been like yeah that guy this is me yeah that was me or he could be telling the truth right right so that's that's what we have to decide i guess um mm-hmm. so after chronovision i went i went i stepped ahead so before he was actually going into time he was doing chronovision right mm-hmm. and he was teleporting now eventually there was something called plasma confinement so you go into this room it's a chamber filled with plasma which is like a uh, energy Right. right. Which you'd need a lot of, I assume, to time travel. And then that's how they did physical time travel is you would step into this room and there would be enough like energy in it to have you time travel for a certain amount of time and then come back. OK, it would so just run through the energy in the room. Right. From what I understand, that's how it worked. OK. Now, he also saw Lincoln's assassination or no, didn't see it. But, but he heard was there. the shot. He was there. They didn't want him to hear to see it because he was a little kid. Right. But they he heard the but shot. But like dinos- dinosaurs and like Gettysburg is fine. Right. <laughs> Jesus' right. crucifixion is fine. Well, yeah. But like so not that was Lincoln. apparently a film. He didn't go to see that. Right. But yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. So he heard the shot and he also mm-hmm. was sent there twice. So he saw himself there. And he was like, hey. Yeah, but he was super nervous. <laughs> Somebody would notice that he was the same person. He was there twice, right? Right. So oh, he that's like, my uh, brother. Yeah, that's, we no, can't don't touch. worry about don't it. Don't ask us to talk to each other. Right. We're fighting. <laughs> right. And so, you know, that in itself made him nervous too. But, all right. So most of this was in New Jersey, a lot of this. But some of mm-hmm. it is in Syracuse, California, which is just oh. like a hop, skip, and a jump away. Yeah. Um, but- and then also New Mexico was a hot spot, the Capitol mm-hmm. building. So he claims in, in this affidavit that he wrote as a like upstanding attorney guy in Washington, um, that he had future knowledge of the resignation of Nixon, of the advent of the internet, that it would be huge, uh, widespread cell phones he knew about. He knew about all those pres- presidencies, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he knew about Dave, Donald Rumsfeld as Secretary of Defense. Okay. So in 2009, I think it was 2009. I think he was put in 2009, but that might be a year I'm just throwing out. Um, anyways, so he was in charge because he also knew about the Twin Tower of cha- attack. Oh, and that's, and David, sorry, Donald Rumsfeld was the Secretary of Defense at this time. And he worked with him in this project. So the Secretary of Defense at the time knew about it too. Interesting. This Didn't is that happen in 2001? 9-11, yeah, 2001. So... I was wrong been, about the, yeah, I was yeah, wrong about the Yeah, he would have been a uh, different year. Yeah, I was wrong I, about I'm, that. I'm just, I'm just it's not an inconsistency listeners we were just wrong no you know what something else is 2009 later on the page gotcha (laughs) so not 2009 that was yeah that was 2001 um but this is what sparked him in 2004 to start Mm -hmm. really pushing to unclassify this stuff because he was like nobody did anything they knew this attack was happening nobody did anything yeah, I know of all these people who knew about it, tons and tons of people, including the Secretary of Defense at the time, 
and nobody did anything. That's now, the most believable part. This blew his mind, right? Yeah. So he wasn't sure it would happen because when he went back to 2045, he actually Everything brought that fine. information back. Oh, uh-huh. So he was the one who brought that information and he saw the film of the Twin Tower attack. He said mm-hmm. like in the room, it was really surreal because as like a kid, you don't always know what to believe, right? You're still mm-hmm. a kid trying to discern everything. And he specifically had a crazy life, right? So yeah. with all of this, it was insane. Um, but he like, he describes going into the room where they're showing this footage of this terrible thing happening and tons of people dying in the future. And one of the, t- I don't know, I want to say it's like a tech, but I don't know what their uh, job was. But I guess somebody in the room was like, and bam, there it is, you know, was like totally taking it not seriously at all. And like, so he kind of thought it was all a joke or didn't, wasn't really going to happen. Right. Cause he was a kid and they were, nobody was taking it seriously. And because well, at his, that point it would have happened so far ago, so long ago. Or right. if it was in 40, no, so when he brought it back and they were viewing it. So oh, it would have been gotcha. their future. before it happened. Right. Yeah. Huh. So in the I don't know. People do that, though. Yeah. No, I agree. But he didn't understand as a kid. Totally. And so he also heard his father talking to other coworkers being like, oh, yeah, this and this happens. And then the coworkers like, oh, wow, what happened? And he was like, oh, America just like dusted itself off and moved on. Mm-hmm. And um, so they were like super nonchalant about it, I guess. Yeah. I guess if you have time travel, things seem a little less important. I don't know. That's why when it did happen, Andrew was like, are you kidding me? Right. Like knew I thought this was we... happening and nobody stopped it. <laughs> Hello? Yeah. Uh, hello? <laughs> right. Are you and seeing so, the same thing I'm seeing? Yeah. So to explain that a little bit, to be on the other side of this, first of all, the intel they had was good intel. Everything mm-hmm. from the 2045 package has come true, allegedly. Um, if they changed something, if they stopped something from happening, all their info wouldn't be good. Yeah. They would have changed the course. I guess. And honestly, if the future is so nice, as he described, we wouldn't want to change it. So was Project Pegasus just to make sure everything went according to plan? I don't know. But, um... It was also quoted that they were not to play God, that they mm-hmm. were just observers um, because the butterfly effect, if they changed one small thing, a butterfly flapping its wings over here on the other coast, there would be a tsunami, you know, or mm-hmm. a hurricane or whatever the butterfly effect is that I'm not quoting right. And I personally have a belief like Doctor Who, where mm-hmm. there are fixed points in time. And maybe that was a fixed point in time. Like maybe whatever they could have tried to do or did try to do did not work Mm -hmm. because it is a fixed moment in time. Well, certain things have such a big impact on everything around them. How are you changing that? Like, would it even be a good idea? 
right what would have happened if that didn't kind mm-hmm. of thing so totally there's that wibbly wobbly timey wimey you know yeah exactly um so he moves he goes on to say that uh he actually went back to work with them after high school when he was 18 from 1880 to 1884 he worked for them again because they recruited him for another program because he already knew all this stuff they might 1980 well, right? 1980 okay yeah did i say 1880 yeah but that's okay sorry i, I understood <laughs> i'm getting all the dates crazy um <laughs> there's we're literally talking about tra- time travel so anything so could be- so all of this was super plausible in my mind yeah this is where it gets a little funky I just feel like why not right this is where it gets a little a little too name droppy a little too crazy so bear with me I am Mm -hmm. reporting um although I want it all to be true so he was recruited for a Mars program okay they found how to teleport to Mars okay and Barack Obama was part of this. Okay. (laughs) He, as a teenager, along with all these other teenagers, went to Mars. And this was because he was projected to have been a president. And they were grooming these presidents to know things, to have intel that nobody else had, to Mm -hmm. know they were going to be um, elected and to prepare for that. So apparently part of Barack Obama's uh, preparation or training was this Mars program. I know. (laughs) But I'm just waiting. (laughs) So it's said that he actually went by Barry Sotero in college when he was uh, recruited for this. I don't know mm-hmm. how true that is, but I have heard that it is very true that on certain documents, he was Barry Sotero instead. And I don't know, it could be a thing he was trying to avoid the racist Barack Obama stuff uh-huh. when he was a kid and, you know, he thought this was a way to circumvent it. I don't know. But he, like, gives addresses on where they went, where the jump room was, where all this happened. Um, and it, it does fit into where Barack Obama was at the time. Um, he also, uh, they were with 10 other people. Um, in this program, this Mars program to jump to Mars, he says that he saw creatures like a Martian pleosaur, which is another dinosaur thing, okay. um, as well as scorpion men. I don't know what that would mean. Uh, like that (laughs) but yeah um, I could have gone without that one now what's crazy here because this sounds crazy right this sounds insane other people sound not insane (laughs) other people have come forward corroborating his story huh Brett Stillings was another kid uh teenager early adult in this program and they he he states that all of what andrew's saying was true all of this was right and barack obama was there too huh he also um like they both remember their their instructor 
saying that 97,000 people who they have brought to Mars, only 7,000 have survived after five years. I don't know if that means they were up there for five years or they survived back only for less than five years and only 7,000 survived five years after being on Mars. I don't hmm. know. But they both remember. Are they trying to say that there are still people on Mars? I don't know. I don't know. How big is Mars? I don't know. I don't is know. Is it bigger than Earth or is it smaller than Earth? I think it's bigger, but I don't know. <laughs> I um, just feel, and I've always felt as though if there were people or something on Mars, we'd know about it. But I guess we? we're, sti- all we're the- still discovering NASA, things on our planet where we live. NASA was supposed to be involved in all this. Right. So oh, all yeah. the public stuff, isn't it maybe just being controlled what we see on Mars? I guess. <laughs> Anyways, so. Everything so, is either a cat or not a cat. Right. Yes. I, I guess. guess. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> right. Um, but they also, Brett Stillings and Andrew Basiago both say that there were several attempts to block their memories. Like they used devices to them. block. Well, so that's the thing. Some <laughs> of it didn't work, I guess. But huh. Bar- Barack Obama, first of all, this got so big that the White House actually issued a statement saying that he was never on Mars, guys. No, he was not. Guys, stop. He was not on Mars, right? Right. But somebody else, Regina Dugan, was said to also have been in this DARPA program. And Barack Obama elected her in 2009 to be the head of DARPA. Huh. (laughs) So there were two other people. He could very easily have just looked up who was the head of DARPA in 2009 and been like, yes, she was there too. Right. But two other people who I didn't write their name down (laughs) have also come forward and said all of this is true that they know. Right. Of. So not just Andrew and Brett, but also two other people have come forward and said, no, this like happened, guys. And that's after failed attempts to erase their memory. Yes. So maybe it just worked on most of them. Right. Andrew's biggest fear when asked, what what are you worried about? What are you afraid of? Mm -hmm. He's not like assassination or like, you know, blah, blah, blah. He's like, I am worried, literally legitimately worried that all of this is something they put in my mind. Oh, yeah, that he came out, he risked his career, that he is swearing all of this is true. And it's not right. (laughs) Right. He says that's his biggest fear. Like that it's some experimentation on like memory implantation and that. That he'd been compromised or his memory had been wiped and put differently or that he remembers certain things and doesn't remember others. Now, they said, so he says that the Mars mission was to acclimate Martian humanoids and animals to humanoid presence. 
to like get them used to us. Okay. And it also has been alleged that all of this is kind of true. And all of this grooming the presidents to become presidents or vice presidents or people of power is Mm -hmm. actually a CIA ruse to have the people in power scared of the CIA. We could literally just zap you to Mars right now. Don't you cross us. (laughs) Interesting. So that it's all true, but it's also so that the people in power don't get crazy. Now, he also- I think we might've missed this last one. Right, so what's crazy is he actually remembers one time his dad was watching Phil Donahue. Is that the talk show guy? I don't know. I think so. A talk show guy. Trump was on this talk show with this guy and he remembers his dad like casual being like, oh yeah, he's going to be president too. Just randomly. So they knew. They knew, but he was not in any of these programs. Well, he probably wasn't important enough. (laughs) Or he was too much of a loose cannon. Right. He would have destroyed (laughs) Mars. Right. (laughs) He's like, can't send me to Mars if there is no Mars. Right. <laughs> um, anyways, so the baby's crying. I'll finish up. This is my last paragraph. So okay. right now he's an attorney in Washington. He ran for presidency in 2016, just didn't have the funds to get it in all the ballots. I'd vote for him. He has said that he was told and the why he was in these programs is because he will be president. From 2016 to 2028, at some point in that time, he will be president or vice president. We got like seven more years, bud. That's what I'm saying. So he ran for president in 2016, just didn't have the funds. He has a lot of things that he's going to fight for. Green energy, uh, higher education funds, um, and declassifying all this stuff. He says mm-hmm. that all the technology could help in our, uh, you know, green change that he believes that he was and possibly his father was recruited so that eventually he would become president and declassify all this, that he would be the whistleblowing president on purpose, that this has been orchestrated for generations. That I he think we would... should see what he can do. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Like, what if, what if he is the president that brings peace? Right. What if he fixes everything? Right. This is the timeline healing itself. Right. That's what I'm saying. Or that's what he's saying. He also uh, hit one of his platforms is presidential honesty, which I don't know how that's going to happen, but he says he wants to call out, (laughs) he wants to call out all the other presidents and be like, no, you have to tell people that you were told you would be president. Huh. Like you well, yeah, have to. That kind of means the whole system is rigged, doesn't right? It? it doesn't mean it's rigged, or are we just going with these fixed time points? Right, but then does that mean that the way free will, it? free will, is an illusion? Time travel. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea, but I anyways, think I'd be so, okay with that. There's something so comforting believes, in that. He believes he is supposed to be the time travel president or the uh, disclosure president. And I'm gonna send you one more picture, are you ready? Yeah. This is my favorite picture of him. 
What's his name again? Jacob Sartorius? What is it? <laughs> Not at all. Uh, Andrew <laughs> Basiago. But look Andrew at that Basiago. picture I just sent. Time for truth! Fuck yeah, Andy! That's great! It's with the Pegasus in the background and the yeah. watch. <laughs> what, what's he his, running next? Oh, that was like him. his Facebook profile picture for a while. That's amazing! Photoshop I is think, his passion. I think we should give him a chance. I, I am... Why I'm not? Done. At this point, can't, why not? It can't not? get worse, right? It literally cannot get worse. <laughs> we just had a president who had so many delusions... I don't think <laughs> I don't think that Andy could do any worse. Right. And at least he's like he like believes in global warming. That's right. an improvement. Right. So he believes in all these things. And even if he imagined all this stuff, is it really a problem? I don't think so. I don't <laughs> think it hurts anyone. I think so he so one thing I didn't get to see, there's like a bunch of of his uh interviews on like things but you have to pay for them mm. um so i didn't like buy these people's like news shows or whatever yeah so i haven't seen him talk specifically but i have read his affidavit and honestly i'm for it i don't i don't think he could be a problem i think that he could do nothing but help andrew so. Basiago. Yeah, do um, Andrew, andrewbasiago.net, I think. I'm just looking up interviews. There is a six-hour long interview on YouTube. Well, so that's the thing. He's on a lot of these. So I've been really um, accidentally into um, a bunch of these interviews about disclosure, about government disclosure. Like since 2000, I don't know when, but the early 2000s and mm -hmm. on, like since last year or something, there have been conventions with several senators, tons of military people, tons of higher ups in the government saying, no, there's aliens. We got to do something and you got to tell people. Yeah. Like, so well, and they kind of have at this point, like they've been, well, they yeah. A lot of things have come out. UFOs and 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 things like that. So yep. it's like, I think that's the funniest part of all of this. And I know we've talked about this before, yeah. but like at this point, we're all so like shell-shocked by life that yeah. they're like, oh yeah, by the way, there's aliens. And we're like, there might as well be. Yeah, it's like when I come home and everything's dirty and the boy just threw up on me and mm -hmm. Evangeline's having a giant fit and Lucky is running around being as loud as possible and then the dog pooped on the floor. One of yep. these things has to go. I just can't, I can't pay attention right. to one of these things and <laughs> it's going to be the dog poop because it's over there and I can't deal with it right now. Yep. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Like this might as well happen too, right. I guess. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. So it's, it's super interesting. And I thought that was like, just crazy. I really want to meet That's him. amazing. I love that. I wonder about his physiological health. Right. Like, can we do like brain scans on this guy? I don't right. believe that he's lying, but like maybe his reality is different than our reality. So I'm just, well, that's his biggest curious. Fear. Right. <laughs> that's what he's I'm worried just curious about. on like, if we took 
like brain scans of him while he's right. speaking about these things what would that look like would it look like normal brain function honestly i think he'd be into it he'd be like yeah go for it i think so too well he's yes, clearly he's like presidential honesty <laughs> right he's clearly like yes test me like right i i want i i bet he would want to know as well right <laughs> i sure would like to know if i'm lying <laughs> <laughs> right oh god I yeah, feel like we've was, all felt that way before. <laughs> right. There's a bunch of other information. Once you found it, you found it. And it's it's a lot. It's a lot. And I didn't even go to, into the stuff that you could buy. <laughs> wonder if he has a TikTok. Can you imagine? I, no. So I did search him on TikTok. Um, I just saw things about him. So you heard about the recent spill of all this intel? Have you? Uh, No. I, I thought you were called. I thought you were gonna <laughs> talk about the oil spill in Hawaii. No, that sucks too. But I'm yeah. talking about so these a bunch of people have been gathering information forever and waiting and waiting, and they just released it all. Hold on. Like how long ago? Like really recently? Not long ago. Let me find um any dates. The Pandora Papers. The Pandora oh. Papers? Yeah, so the Pandora Papers are one, or sorry, 11.9 million leaked documents with 2.9 terabytes of data that the International Consortium of Investigative Journalists well, published in October 2021. Holy shit, really yeah. recent. It has been buried like crazy. Can All these people? Can you still find it? So do you remember when Facebook went through this huge thing? Yeah, you can find it, but it's huge. Uh-huh. You remember when Facebook went through this thing about their data leaking? Yes. That was part of this. And that's what people talked about Facebook. Because it was the least. Well, so, so one of the biggest problems with that is that they were gathering information and giving it to other countries, right? Oh, so that's, well, that's a problem. That's not great. Yeah, right. that was the Facebook issue. It it people construed it because they're trying to bury this. Ah, but it's also about different um money being brought different places like so much stuff. But apparently the Pegasus project was a little bit part of that too. And I didn't Really? Yeah, so I didn't get all the way into that, and I don't know what they found out or what part of it is in there. But when I first, that's why I had trouble getting information, because when I first, like, um, Googled it, it was talking about data and leakage and all this. And I'm like, this is not what I was trying to get to. Right, but they were talking about the Pandora files, not right, Pandora Project Papers. Pe yeah. Pegasus specifically. Yeah, so these... For years and years, these investigative journalists have been hiding this all wow. to compile it and, and get it out all at the same time. That's kind of impressive. Wait, why are we not? Is it just because it's suppressed? Is that why like people don't know about this? I want to say yes. Uh, the thing is, I heard about it and then didn't. I feel as though I also heard about it. Um. And it, then it became like a non-issue. Like, right. Yeah. Cause I heard, I remember something, something Pandora, something. And 
the Facebook thing. Yeah. Um, I remember, yeah, like a, bu- a bunch of things were leaked and yep. people were worried about it and then it disappeared. Yep, buried. The thing is, oh, Panama Papers was a previous leak that you might have heard I've about. I've heard of that one for yeah, sure. Yeah, so that was small, like little tiny compared to this one. Oh, yeah. so this of, is going to come back to bite our asses probably or somebody's well, ass. Well, so that's the thing. I think a lot of the information was international. It wasn't the U.S. specifically or uh, the U.S. wasn't a huge part of it, mm-hmm. um, which is why I think that it wasn't so huge here. <laughs> right. I don't know how long we could talk about this except like forever. <laughs> So. Yeah, I mean, clearly some people have dedicated their entire lives to it, you know? Yep. Yeah, and people are like found, you know, a bunch of these people's lives are in danger, which is why they're under a, uh, like, team rather than individual names, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Super. Like anonymous. Yeah. Yeah. Politics are weird, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to be in them i do want to know everything about all the conspiracies right but yeah so that was crazy that is crazy you're right that did blow my mind thanks yay (laughs) (laughs) all right well i'll let you do what you're doing i have to clean some of this stuff and put the boy down but all righty you can find us on instagram and uh, email us at monsterdebaterspodcast at gmail.com. Um, if you have any thoughts, if you have any stories, um, I'm going to try to work on uh, compiling some personal stories from people. And we have some uh, interviews coming up. Um, the audio did not work. <laughs> but uh, there will be interviews coming up uh, from some people with personal experiences, not yes. politically, but paranormally and it should be cool absolutely we'll get her done at some point yeah it's it's fine (laughs) all right bye bye